Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio Free HPC. This is the show where we talk about supercomputing, high-performance computing, and other tech topics. I'm Dan Olds, joined as always by our co-hosts, Henry Newman from Seagate Government Solutions, Shaheen Khan from Orion X, and Jesse Lanham, our millennial standout co-host. Now let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another scintillating edition of Radio Free HPC. We've got a full crew for the first time in a long time. We've got Henry Newman down his survivalist bunker in Las Cruces, New Mexico. How you doing, Henry? Uh, I live in Mesilla, and it's not a survivalist bunker. Good to hear it. Didn't you guys do a site check to verify whether it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we were down there, it is a survivalist bunker in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I think Jesse will back me up on that. Jesse, yeah. you want to back me up on that? Definitely can confirm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and welcome back, Jesse. Welcome Thank back, you. Jesse. Still on crutches. Still on crutches, yep. Still that has recovering not from, from whatever crud she picked up. That's not COVID. She's been tested. Yeah, we have to say that I've been tested twice. Yes, and recently, too. Mm-hmm. But if you hear any coughs, well, that'll be her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. She's young and strong and will weather right through it even if. And coffee. So we got Shaheen Khan, whose voice you heard down the valley. What's happening down there? It's a little smoky, but better than it was last week. Good. I think they're getting a handle on that, aren't they? I think so, yes. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Well, speaking of getting a handle on things, DOD is going to be getting a handle on two new supercomputers pretty nice well are, are they are they supercomputers or they're pretty super i mean they've got they've got a bunch of uh of uh xeon cascade lakes in them which is nice but they've got a whole bunch of nvidia a100s yeah, no you're right yeah 15 petaflops yeah. that kind of yeah. qualifies i think it yeah. does and they're all lashed together with uh, 200 gigabit per second infiniband Nice and a large solid-state file system. But the point of this, this, these systems, is not their traditional s- simulation and modeling uh, frameworks. No, it's it's AI and machine learning. And the other thing that's interesting: composable infrastructure. Very composable. It's yes. Yeah, so composable. I met with. It's, it's quite composable. I, I met with Liquid back at SC when uh, it was a physical show. <laughs> and they had a really nice demo. They're, they're, they're one of several players that are going after composability. And some people call it programmability. Basically, configuration is code in that world. And they are, have a, a good job with PCIe. It's not, not a small chunk of change. It's $31 million in change. Yeah. That's yeah, a, these are not, not cheap. Is that right? These are not cheap systems. Well, that totally qualifies as yeah, a Yeah, and then there's computer. two other systems that are slated to go in in 2021 as well. Yeah, and those aren't small either, right? No. And those are HPE Cray systems using AMD's Epic and some NVIDIA V100s, which, yep. you know, probably at a discount these days. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get full retail out of those, Jensen. Well, but the thirty-one million is for more than the two systems. It sounds like there's four systems yes. coming. Yeah. Yes. And by the time you're done, you've got eighty-two double precision petaflops, which is pretty sporty. The thirty-one million, by the way, was to contract to Liquid only, according to yeah. the article. And so it is for two systems, Shaheen. 
For well, yeah, but there's going to be two more that are done yeah. in 2021. Correct, but that's true. It's four systems over time. And I guess I think those were already contracted for. Yeah, but it's not the Cray systems. Is my point? No, no. Those those are those were the systems that were previously contracted that I guess they're bringing up soon. Well, I think what's important to note here is that that you have a group of people that have been doing simulations since Cray's the dawn were installed. Since the dawn of time before the craze were installed there in the 80s and uh, most of these sites, and they are now looking at machine learning and AI to help their simulations get more accurate, which I think is yes. really interesting. And that's what, what I found right. out when I was traveling from lab to lab. They were all talking about that except, except Los Alamos, who really that model didn't apply to them. But every other lab was talking about how they were going to use AI to inform their simulations. I think is really cool about these liquid systems is that they're talking about uh, optimizing the ratio of GPUs to CPUs on the fly. Now, we're not entirely positive what that means right now, but anything that can that can compose an infrastructure to change the ratio of GPUs to CPUs is a big step forward in my mind. Right. Yes. I think all of that is just how dynamic your dynamic reconfiguration is. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Like we kind of talked about it in the pre-call a little bit, but like what are our top thoughts as far as like what on the fly actually means? Uh, yeah, that's a very, very good question. We did a little research, but haven't had the the time to get in touch with the company to find out for sure. And if we talk about different levels of this, as we did in the pre-call, I think you had a, a taxonomy for this, Jean. I did, yeah. So there is, I mean, traditionally you've had... And plus you just love using the word taxonomy whenever you can. Actually, I agree. I'm not a fond of that word at all, but uh, I have difficulty finding another short way of referring to the same thing. So I'm open mm. to suggestions. Uh, vocabulary. Gotcha. <laughs> Nomenclature. Remember, we're at uh, podcast at radiofreehbc.com if you have any words that would fulfill the space that taxonomy is occupying right now. Because I'm not wild about it either. Really, yes, yes. The, 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 yeah, we need a new word. But anyway, so if you do it at boot time, that's like not that hard. You just go grab configuration and you just merge it. So all you need is connectivity to those resources in a coherent way or whatever. And we're talking cross-node, not on a single node. Well, cross-node simply means that you have ability to incorporate addresses and data. And if you can, then you can go grab them now. Yeah, you're taking the GPUs from another. I think the problem really is usually memory because you have to merge address spaces and you have to finagle with hypervisors and and just the process of doing that reconfiguration. But anyhow, if you do it at boot time, that's not new. Uh, mainframes had it, Sun E10Ks had it. And in the x86 world, HPE was the first to talk about composable infrastructure more than a decade ago. IBM came in with their X5 system, EX5, uh, three-leaf systems what was working on semiconductor to facilitate that. Uh, drive skills, been doing it with storage, and it's just been coming. Cisco moved the needle with the blades. Uh, so Liquid is doing it with GPUs and memory banks and CPUs and things like that. So obviously it's been a decade, so technology is more advanced and you can do some of these things. Step up from there is at a job level, right? It, well, it's boot time, then it's runtime before you submit a job. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is on the fly, real time, when 
while the job is still running, you configure it differently. Now, it's hard to tell just how many jobs really need that, but that would be what on the fly means to me. But I think if you're doing a lot of AI, you're going to find that the the right CPU to GPU ratio uh, could be three to one, could be five to one, could be two to one. It could knows? be even more than that. Absolutely. The nice thing about this is even if you're doing it at worst case boot time, it's still way in advance of what most are able to do today with GPUs. Yeah. Well, I mean, NVIDIA itself gives you quite a bit of flexibility in grabbing other, you know, you can daisy chain the GPUs, etc. Yeah, but they do it grudgingly. <laughs> These guys are doing it in, in a nice way. So it's all on the attitude. It's all on the attitude. Well, yeah. and it's also it's also having your standard CPUs available too. Yes, yes, but anyhow, it's a tremendous win for Liquid. Oh, that's and, a huge uh, win. I believe yeah. this has got to be their largest win, at least that I've heard of. Yeah, my impression was that they were a, they were a small company, maybe not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you get that kind, of, and you know, good for them. I mean, they, they congratulations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's what we need in yeah, this one. We need it for more million years. It's a good we one. We need innovation. Yeah. But Jesse, it had nothing to do with the Marines. Are you concerned? Uh, part, yes. Yes. I'm concerned always concerned. I'm like, guys, where are you? And I'm reading all of these and it's Air Force, Army, Navy. Wah. So, I mean, Navy, yeah. yeah, we're technically part of the Navy. So maybe I can get some hope that as far as DOD users go, we're somewhere in there. But I obviously I'd love to see us in here, and we do do modeling and simulation. We do have an MOS for it, but we're not listed on this. You just don't. Do Apparently not. So, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, these are just Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah. This isn't even the regular Army. Imagine what they're doing <laughs> to get strides ahead of the Marines. <laughs> uh, yeah, someone better be listening to this. Did and, you guys feel the competitive urge did, to get us in there? Did you guys solve the puzzle of how the systems are named? Gene well, K, Narwhal, Narwhal is the Navy's one. That's we know for sure. <laughs> okay. How do we know that? They list it, but also Narwhal. <laughs> okay. And Warhawk. Warhawk, I think, is just because it sounds scary. Uh, I think that's it's over awesome Air word. Force. I, I need to use that instead of taxonomy. I, by the way, the Narwhal and Warhawk systems are formerly commissioned Cray uh, HPE systems with AMDs and V100s. And they're going to be up and running in 2021. Yeah, and I thought the K system was men in black, but the gene doesn't match because it'd be J and K instead of K. And it didn't make any sense to me. So I don't know what K is. Hmm. Not, There's a gene that's one of the X-Men. Yeah, well, K is, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and men in black. It could be named after scientists. I would probably imagine <laughs> I would that bet is. That it's probably it's correct. probably correct. <laughs> uh, computer types, I would imagine, Gene. Could be. I mean, Just I'm totally it. thinking we should use Warhawk instead of taxonomy from now on. Oh, so the, okay. I don't know if it's quite a substitute. <laughs> it's better than Narwhal. But maybe we could, I, I mean, the word I always try to get into things is festooned. <laughs> festooned, yes. <laughs> As in these systems are festooned with A100 GPUs, 280 of them. Wow. And 240 terabytes of memory on K. Very nice. That's uh, that's your other favorite word, sporty. Sporty. I do like sporty. You do like sporty. And the 12.5 petabytes of NVMe-based storage is definitely sporty. That's very sporty. Almost zesty. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
So very good. Very good. Uh, we had another quick thing we wanted to talk about is, and this is somewhat related in that we're starting to get some details on some of the money that we're shoveling at AI as a nation. There's a house provision for an AI initiative that puts out $1.57 billion to launch multi-agency efforts to advance uh, AI R&D. And unfortunately, the Marines are not mentioned in here. <laughs> Surprising <laughs> that it's the National Science Foundation instead. But, you know, hey, like you never the, know. Is that, is that our, like, new thing to go after Jesse because yeah. of the Marines? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reporting the facts yeah. here. And what's your sta- what's the Marine stance on quantum? <laughs> Do we have one? Probably not. I believe they probably have some quantum tape drives somewhere. <laughs> quantum tape drives. <laughs> quantum oh, tape thanks. drives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That fits. Ouch. <laughs> Dan, that's like that's one of the worst things you've said to anyone that's, on the show that was, ever. That's a, that a deep, deep pull. Churlish. Okay. <laughs> Go cry now. I believe I was looking at buying one of those at one time oh, yeah? when I thought they were cool. <laughs> Because they made little ones, too. <laughs> but this is a big deal because they're also looking at uh, sweetening this, this up in 2021. Because, you know, we, we keep hearing about these pieces of news every two, three months that here's another billion and here's another 600 million. Are these but, all in- uh, exactly? Are these incremental or is it like guys until the budget is signed? These are proposals in the House. Then it, then it, then it goes to the Senate. Then there's a budget resolution. Reconciliation. Oh, is this government and then, class? It, then it's sent to the president, and then it's signed. Oh. So, I'd like to thank Henry for teaching us how a bill becomes a law. We cover so much on this show. <laughs> <laughs> rock. It was pretty clear that she didn't know that. <laughs> I've seen the cartoon, <laughs> and there's a song for it too, and a dude singing it. It's great. <laughs> That is, I'm going to see if I can find a link to that, and I'll throw that in our uh, show, uh, our episode uh, blog. You do quantum yeah, most of the bills I deal that. with are due. <laughs> yeah, how quantum becomes a computer. That would be cool. It's a schoolhouse rock <laughs> thing. <laughs> These yeah. are ideas for Radio Free Studios. Ooh, I'm just an atom, just a sweet little atom. And yeah, <laughs> then whatever quantumizes it. Except to uh, MIT that... Build an atom the size of a kumquat, right? <laughs> yes, <that's> right. <laughs> Covered that in our last show. It's going to make the quantuming much easier. Way more error-free. So the only question I have in my mind at this point is, Henry, is there any reason why nobody should ever be online? Ever? Yes, there is, Dan. And it's a good one. And it's something everybody should read. It was in Krebs on Security. It's the Confessions of an ID Theft Kingpin. And there's a guy. Oh, yeah. Did you read it? It's yeah. about this, this teenager from Vietnam who basically became the kingpin of ID theft, getting into all kinds of places via social engineering, via, I'm not going to read it all, but they caught him by him going to Guam. And that in itself is, was a great story. And he had this website where you kind of get credits for how many IDs you want. And he basically, it, it, yep. how many searches you want to be able to match up the details to you. Two. What I thought was, what I thought was brilliant was that because he didn't have fast internet access, he didn't bother downloading <laughs> 
the yep. data from the place he was hacking with, he would he would search it on the spot. <laughs> he was using them as their as his cloud. As his cloud. He just, he just did the interface that you logged in from him. It was it was an impressive article. And the thing about it was that I found quite interesting and Dan, you constantly give me a hard time about my security posture. But he tells people exactly what to do. He's turned to be out to be a good guy, and he feels bad about what he did. Yeah, after they hammered a few years of prison on him. In some pretty <laughs> bad places, too. In federal prison, no less. But anyway, he's written an article about what you should do for your security posture. And that's the thing, the outcome of all this is what everyone needs to read. Everyone. Henry, right now. Jesse and I are working on a denial of service attack on your motorized blinds. I feel like we don't even have to. They'll just stop working randomly. They yeah, no. They'll go up, they'll go down, they'll stop working. Midway through. And then we're going to start working on your dishwasher. <laughs> Be my guest if you think you guys can get in. Be my guest. She's going to devote an entire class. To yes. <laughs> Independent study. It's going to go straight towards my graduation requirements. Yeah, well, you guys... I encourage you and, and Jesse, you and Dan, to, to make an attempt. And you don't have real security until you test it, Henry, right. until you've got a bunch of black hats going I'm, at it. I'm good with you two going after it. And what about the guys that meet in Vegas every year? I'm not as good with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my first plan. Not quite so cocky now, eh, Mr. Newman? I'm not, I didn't say I was bad with it. I'm just not as good as, I'm better with you and Jesse than them. How's that? Okay, okay. And a PayPal account. We'll use that as well. Because I think that'll be a key, that'll be a, a Bitcoin account, will be key to our efforts. But that brings us to our latest feature. Old school technology quiz, proctored. By Jesse Lanham. Oh, yes. All right. Hang on. Let me, let me find my terms here. In this competition, the three of us are going to compete to define old school technology terms coming from the Handbook of IBM Terminology Fall 1997 edition. 400 pages of delight. Jesse, take it away. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's find our first term here. Please define for me, gentlemen, dinosaur mating. Dinosaur mating. That would be defined as an IBM Sysplex that is would, a clustering scheme for mainframes. I would second that. I would say this would be the predecessor to Sysplex. I have no idea. I'm not even going to guess. No. <laughs> this is a channel-to-channel -channel connection among mainframes. Okay. All right. You ready for the full definition? All right. Are. It is a derogatory industry term used to describe the process of big iron mergers in the 60s and 70s. Uh. Specifically, <laughs> in the 60s, the main players in the computer industry were IBM and the Seven Dwarves. I'm learning things. The Dwarves being Burroughs, Control Data, General Electric, Honeywell, NCR, RCA, and Univac. It's a bunch. The yeah. bunch. Well, they're to the be. Dwarf yeah, they metamorphosed, were the bunch. Yes, yeah, metamorphosed as into the bunch, which is Burroughs, Univac, NCR, Control Data, and Honeywell. Further, yes. Further mergers and sellouts left the marketplace unrecognizable. Well, until they led to oh Unisys. for one. And it was for Zip two. Three. Uh, oh, for one. We are not yeah, even close. close. I felt good about the parallel <laughs> Sysplex. 
I thought you were on the right track. <laughs> All right, you ready for your yeah. second one? Okay, this is an yes. acronym. So brace yourself. Escon. E S C O N. Uh, easy. Oh, I know this easy. One. I know it's, this. I know, it's, this. I know it's a, cha- this a is, channel. This is an application that was developed by IBM to look at the quality of S cargo <laughs> yeah. back in the no. day. It was, no, no, it was one of the very early visualization. It was an external channel that connected uh, yes. discs and tapes. Uh, and I, I think it was serial connection, but I'm not positive. This is what replaced the IBM channel as the main I.O. processor out of mainframes. I'm still going with S-Cargo. <laughs> okay, Dan, we 100% wrong, but we know, good shot. So here we go. Enterprise system <laughs> connectivity, the high-speed fiber optic channel architecture using a serial packet switch protocol. Ooh, yep. I think they're both right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll give it yeah, to I you. I think we both kind of said the same thing, yeah. We'd yeah. like to have heard... Uh, the term fiber in there in your answer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I I, I had forgotten that it was fiber. Yeah, well, but it, it was originally that. not fiber, if my recollection, because it goes back into the early 90s pre-fiber days. By then, it was fiber. But it replaced the bus yeah, and tag. It, let me consult the judges. Judges? Yeah. I would, I, <laughs> judges I, say half I point say each. Half point, yeah. Okay. Half point each. Okay. Half point each. All right. Let's find... Sorry for the wool here. I know, I'm trying to find it. breath. One second. Second up. Okay, next term, Callisto. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Callisto Redman, former IBM mainframe (laughs) marketing chief, now CEO of Roost 5. No. Very nice. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Any other guesses? None here. How do you spell it? With a C? Yeah, Callisto? C-A-L-L-I-S-T-O. Callisto Redmond. I, I'm, I, I, am, I am stumped. Uh, yep. I can't this even is, guess This is definitely stumped be. the chumps. It, it, okay. This Epic, is not a... Is it a is behind this, victory for me. <laughs> is this an... <laughs> is this an acronym no. too? It's apparently Callisto. a proper noun. I don't know. The still part means storage. I don't it know. is a suite of know. hardware and software ATL products announced by Storage Technologies in October of 95. Oh, it was storage. Oh. Essentially, it's the future direction so, for the nearline products, according to this definition. Really? Mm-hmm. So not Callisto Redmond? <laughs> what a coincidence. Not. Actually, she is Callista Dano. What's that? She's Callista oh. with an A. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Good try. Good try, Dan. Did she have anything to do with developing this? Uh, Must have. I think uh, she's too young to have. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody's too young. <laughs> okay. Today. Speaking of young, we have my favorite one as the last one. Okay. <laughs> I feel like this almost applies to all of you. Anyway, this is the term zipperhead. Easy. Easy, but I'll let you guys go first. Zipperhead. I have no idea. Uh, don't don't know. Zipperhead. Hmm. IBM term for punk rock. It's actually a, an IBM founded group of punk rockers <laughs> that came out of mainframes. <laughs> I wish that'd be great. They would perform at various company skits, uh, various company uh, management retreats, and things like that. 
now, zipper head. Now, the IBM mainframe is was eventually known as the Z series, continues to be. So the Z, does the Z and zipper have to do with the Z? No. Okay. Too, looking too hard. No. Okay. okay. I tried. Definition. Yeah. Is IBM speak for someone with a closed mind, typically a middle-aged person who remembers the time when you could carry a mainframe operating system around on a deck of punch cards and wishes you still could. <laughs> you know what? I'm insulted in so many ways with this one. I'm going to use From that. You, Jesse, you're not middle aged <laughs> because you're old, not middle aged yeah. anymore. Yeah, Jesse, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so the final score, you guys beat me by a half point. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't seem fair for some reason. Well, we are not very good at this, are we? <laughs> no, no, no. And how old would someone that was middle aged when they was middle aged when they came up with that term? Well, when was this published? This was published in ninety seven, but a lot of these terms are historically yeah. archaic. So it was already in ninety seven, referring to old times. Correct. <laughs> yes, and old timers. So let's say this is seventies. Okay, that's like about fifty years. I would maybe upgrade, up, update that to say, you know, we prefer to carry our operating systems on multi-terabyte thumb drives. Thumb drive. That's the answer you're looking for. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... Jesse, you have know, no. I'm okay. just not talking anymore to Jesse. She's been mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, this is my clapback for being mean at the Marine Corps earlier. Very nice. Fair enough. On that... Semi-divisive note. Let's go ahead and call this an episode of Radio Free HPC. Thank you all for listening. Be sure and reach out to us. We're easy to find. We're on Twitter, at Radio Free HPC, and we're on the email, which is podcast at Radio Free HPC. So keep yourself safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Do it for us. We can't afford to lose any listeners or even have them go out for a week. We're up to 16, 18, something like that. So we need you all to hang around. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be right back at you soon with another episode of Radio Free HBC. Bye-bye. Boom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Radio Free HBC. And as a quick note, the views and opinions of Henry Newman are his and do not reflect any policy or position of Seagate Government Solutions or Seagate Technology. Thank you for listening. 